Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello there and happy Monday. Today is Monday, October 4th, and on Sunday afternoon, the Eagles fell short to the Kansas City Chiefs 42-30. to So now the Eagles are 1-3 heading into Week 5. Some of the biggest area of concern from Sunday's loss to the Chiefs were, of course, penalties, which continues to be a huge issue, and the inability to stop the run. Earlier today, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke with the Philly media and is at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevet, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Nick Sirianni touched on making adjustments to get running back Miles Sanders more touches. He touched on the issue with the run defense the last few weeks and his confidence in Jonathan Gannon. And he also discussed the necessary steps that the team is taking to minimize penalties. Take a listen. Hey, Nick, is there any update on Lane and if he'll be back in time for practice this week? And also, after looking at the tape, how did the offensive line do, mainly when it came to Nate Herbig, Jack Driscoll, and Landon Dickerson in their new spots? Yeah, no new update on Lane. Uh, like I said yesterday, he's going through a personal matter, um, and we're just going to keep it at that for you know for right now. Um, I have no new update. As far as um, as far as Jack, you said Jack and Nate, you know the guys that stepped in. I thought, you know, I thought they did a, a great job. Um, I really did. I thought they battled. Um, I, we talk, I mean, when you guys asked me that yesterday, I just thought that those two, those guys battled. They they got put the, the you know in a situation where um, where they had to come and step in, and and they did a very good job at that. And a tribute to Howie and his staff of getting building depth at that offensive line. And so, um, again, just can't say enough for how Jack Driscoll and Nate Herbig played. I thought they both played, you know, as we grade guys, I won't get into grades very often here, but as we grade guys, I, I thought, you know, we, it's, it's really, a, did he play good? Did he play okay? Or did he play bad? And we thought that both of those guys played good games. So they, they graded out as, you know, high for us. Go ahead, Tim, and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Nick, I'm sure you spent some time thinking about how you can get Miles Sanders going. Uh, I'm curious, uh, you know, what adjustments you think you can make on, on your end and then maybe one area um, of improvement that he uh, that he can show in order to make that happen. You can always get the the running back involved, right, by by handing him the football, and, you know, um, and because, you know, you see some of the things that we've done for for Kenny Gainwell in the past game. You know, we, we see him kind of in that mode of, of how we're getting him the football. So, you know. But that's you know sometimes with us in our run game we're reading things right and it, it's a it's a read where Jalen can run it or it's a read where he can pull it so you know there's more calls to Miles than they're showing up on the stat sheet I, you know I, I hope you guys or I think you guys understand that um, that 
you know, sometimes the defense dictates just like, you know, just like a receiver that you plan to go downfield with, you know, you want to throw it to him, but the defense dictates what, what he gives you. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's just the style of the offense that we, that we run and that we play is, you know, we, we try to keep a guy unblocked at times and we read them and, and, and that's, and sometimes he gets the touches based off the defense's plan and sometimes he doesn't. So, you know, there's not, we have, we have, the the ultimate confidence in miles you saw what he did when he got a couple touches in the you know out in the out in space the other day um with those two long gain or two plus 10 yard gains he had in the on, on catches so um again it's it's nothing that he's doing we're just the ball the the reads are given are, are taking the quarterback other places with the ball um but we look forward to continue or to get him going in our offense more go ahead ed and then dave zingaro yeah hi nick um after you looked at the tape and you looked at the run defense, what, what seems to be the issue there? Uh, why, why so many big yards these past few weeks? Yeah, you know, we first of all, we got to put our guys in position to make plays. I don't think they're that's we're always we're always going to talk that way. We're going to always we're always going to be critical of ourselves first as coaches. And, and you know, just because it's defense doesn't mean that's not uh, I'm you know I, that's my responsibility too right because I'm the head coach of this football team and any product that you see on the field uh, has my name on it and I'm responsible for it so um, so we got we just got to do a better job of of putting them in position to succeed and 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 then there's there's just the execution part of it as well and so when you're playing a little bit more middle of field open coverages like we're playing we got to be able to do some more things with the front um, be able to change some things on the front. Um, and create a couple of issues for the offense, that, and so they can't just they can't just run it when you're in those middle field opens. Because I think you guys see that you know when you're in the middle field, some of the middle field open coverages that we're in, um, the the big pass play gets limited, right? The big pass play gets limited. But you know if you're not doing some of the right things in the front. Um, with what you're doing in the front, then the run game can be susceptible, right? So you give a little, you get a little, but you know, anytime you run for 200 yards, anytime a team runs for 200 yards on you, you know, you got to look at the coaching first and look at it there. Um, you know, obviously we were very critical and hard on ourselves this morning. Um, it, was, it was some tough conversations in the defensive room this morning, uh, but you know, the, all in attempts to get better and to improve from this, and we we feel like we're taking the right steps to do so. Um, but we, but there's no secret we need to do so. And we need to we need to uh, make sure that we stop the run um, on first and second down. Go ahead, Dave, and then Mike Kay. And Nick, where's your confidence level in Jonathan Gannon being able to to fix this for your defense? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm still very confident in John and Jonathan. All right, let's, let's not forget the first two weeks we we stoned an Atlanta offense and then we stoned the San Francisco offense, and so you know at that point. There, there was a lot of chatter that you know how good Jonathan was doing, and I still think he's doing good. All right, obviously you you, you come off two games where you give up. I, I'm not going to say he scored. They scored 40 points. The offense gave seven points up against Dallas, so 35 points and 42 points or whatever it was. Um, that's not good enough, right? We all know that, but I know what the, that what he's capable of. I know what the defense is capable of. My and I know what his defensive staff is capable of. So I'm very confident uh, that we'll get you'll get these things fixed. And that will that will improve from this and um, and go and go from there. Mike and then Martin Frank. Hey Nick, uh, a lot of the times when we see a first uh, year staff or a young roster, and then we see a lot of penalties, we chalk it up to kind of growing pains. But we're seeing a lot of penalties 
from veterans, uh, over 60% are, are guys with three or more years of experience. What does that say to you about your control over what's kind of going on in the day-to-day and how that's impacting games? Yeah, well, obviously it's very it's impacting games a lot. Um, our number of penalties is is definitely very high, I think. But yesterday, our we had what forty nine yards in penalties, and I think the the Chiefs had forty six with with less. Um, uh, so the they I think we ended up being minus three in the penalties yesterday, minus three yards in the penalties, and so um, we talk we talk about it a lot. Um, again, my job is to make sure this team is better in every aspect and penalties is an issue right now. And so, um, we're doing the necessary steps that we're to take, you know, last week I explained to you guys a couple of the other things that we were doing, a couple of the additional things that we were doing, um, when we were talking about penalties, uh, today it was a little bit, it was a little bit rougher conversation when we went, when we went in there today. Um, it was just a little bit, a little bit harsher, uh, conversation about how the penalties need to stop, um, and what we need to do to make the penalties stop and all the different situations. We're, we're, uh, I'm not sure there's many people, many teams spend as much time on this as we are, but here's, here's the thing. We know when you get, when you have penalties called on you and when you're committing penalties, cause you know, we're committing them. It's not like we're not, we're, we're ma- they're happening and we're doing them. And when that's happening, right. It, it kind of can snowball into a sense that, Hey, the, the referees next time or the coaching staff next time is going to come out and I, and tell you, Hey, these guys have an issue with this. They're, they're, they're off sides here. They do these things. They do these things a lot. And now you're now they're looking for that thing, and so we gotta get it fixed. We have to get it fixed because we know that that the teams are looking for it, and, and they're gonna take advantage of it. And you know they're gonna hard count us on third down. They're gonna mess with us on on first and second down. And so we know we gotta get things better. Um, that that's what I can tell you is that we're working and, and getting things and trying every approach we know how to try to get things better. Go ahead, Martin, and then John McMullen. Hey Nick, uh, you you were saying yesterday that um, Jalen's performance was was the best you've seen by a quarterback. Um, you know, going back to your days in Indianapolis and with the Chargers, I was wondering, like, what what could he do to be even better? I mean, what would you like to see him do to kind of take his game even to the next level? Yeah, that's a good question. And and uh, and what I saw yesterday from him was just consistency over and over and over again. Right. So it wasn't like I think anybody can go out there and make a splash play. Um, you know, you can see a lot of different guys go out there and make a splash play, but can they do it week in, week out? And can they do it consistently, consistently through the first, second, and third, and fourth quarters? And that's what was impressive about Jalen's game yesterday is that, um, you know, that he continually made good plays, you know, uh, plays with the football. Um, decisions with the football. He was accurate with throws. He made he made some scrambles when he needed to make some scrambles. Um, you know, I you know I still want him. I we, we've talked about this before. I, there was a time or two where I was like, ah, just stay in that pocket and rip that thing over here before you escape over here to the other side. And so you know, we're always gonna. But again, I know what his strengths are too. So I don't want to I don't want to cage him up on that. You know, I don't want him to. I don't want to. I don't want to put anything on him. Uh, that 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 stops him from making plays, and so you know there's a fine line there. But you know, just those are a couple things that you're going to see as 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 you know. You just want him to stay in there every once in a while, um, and and make the play. And and then we got to make more plays on scrambles. Um, what I'm seeing on scrambles is what I what I'm seeing is Jalen has to run on scrambles a lot. We need to make those 
big plays on scrambles. And that's a product of everybody. That's a product of the tight ends, receivers, and running backs working to get open on the scramble. So I want to see more big plays uh, happen with the scrambles because Jalen's so good at escaping and, and getting out of issues. I want to see more plays happen there. And, and, and that's just not Jalen, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's I, I want I want to make sure we're better at that as a whole. We got to practice it more. It's on us as coaches first, always. It's always on us as coaches first. We got to put them in those positions to be able to succeed in practice because everything we do in practice, you know, ends up being happening in the game, and we got to practice like we're going to play. And so again, that those are a couple things. Um, but you know, there's always going to be, and also you know, there's always going to be reads. You're like, man, I want that one back, or I want this one back and you're not going to play perfect with your reads especially you know when you know they got good playmakers on their team and so um there's always room for improvement it, it de- he definitely played a good game and he played one, one of the better you know he played he played the type i've that was like i said that was one of his if you added up all the practices and games i've seen and preseason games i've seen him play that was right there at the top go ahead john and jamie apodi hi nick um Curious about the game day dynamic. You as an offensive head coach, you said your name is on all of this, stamped on all of this. So obviously uh, with JG and, and, and he's having good games against Atlanta and San Francisco, but when things maybe aren't going as well as you had planned, what, what is that sort of dynam- dynamic when you weigh in on the defensive side? You know, the, the, where I can help uh, and what I can do is, is give the offensive side approach. Uh, hey, I think they're doing this because of this. Or I think that I, that makes me nervous if you would have done this. And, ooh, I like when you do that because I'm going to do that. So that's what I have to be able to do. Um, you know, and I have to be able to do that not only on a Monday after a game, but I also need to be able to do that on a Sunday to help to help out right there. Um, I have total confidence in our defensive coaches and 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 his and and our staff right there, um, and Jonathan and himself. Um, but I can always I can help in that, that scenario. I know I'm thinking about the next set of plays I'm calling, um, and, and I still need to do that, right? I got to still do that part of my job too. Um, but I, you know, there's going to be times I know there's be- there's times that I can get on the phones and help out with that process. I need to be better at that. Go ahead, Jamie and Bo Wolf. Nick, being a new head coach in the NFL, it's hard enough as it is uh, without the mental, uh, you know, kind of state that it puts a team in after a long losing streak. And the schedule's not really your friend here. You guys go on the road, then you got the Bucks coming in, you know that. How do you kind of keep this team positive and, and avoid a free fall and, and kind of worry about, you know, the big picture here with your guys um, and this all adding up? You know, my job is to is to come in here and be consistent. You know, I want Jalen to be consistent playing quarterback. I got to be consistent being a head coach, and I have to come in here with the same energy every day. Um, I mean, shoot, I I love what I do. This is this is great. I love it, and so I, I come in here with the same energy every single day. Um, and 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 know that they they can come in here and see a head coach that's consistent in his delivery and how he makes corrections and how he how he fixes mistakes and how he handles adversity and how he handles success and so my job is to is to do that to keep everybody even keeled and and just be consistent with who I am each day and so and and then just that our message is is the dog mentality thing regardless of what I mean this is a long season and 
you know, it's it's a real long season. We're one quarter of uh, through this whole thing. Are we are are we where we want to be right now? Absolutely not. Nobody nobody thinks that, and we're not even close. And but. You know, we know it's a long season, and we know if you just if you dwell on the things that happened in the past, you are not going to give yourself an opportunity to win the next game. And that's all it's about is is putting is taking the steps of getting better every day, so you put yourself in a position to compete and to win the next game. And so, and that's what our dog mentality dog mentality is: move on from a good thing, move on from a bad thing, learn from it, though. And continue to get better each each and every day, and that's our motto, and that's what we're going to continue to, you know, our core values uh, uh, and our and our dog mentality. That's what we're going to continue to rest our hat on in times of adversity. Go ahead, Bo and Jeff McLean. Hey Nick, this is this is sort of a basic question, and feel free to, to tell me if I'm wrong. But just stylistically, it seemed like the offensive game plan in in this game was very similar to Week One, in just terms of not just the results, but the types of plays you were calling. Why, why wasn't it like that in weeks two and three? Um, yeah, well, any, every week we're, we're trying to do, obviously, what we think is best, best to win. Um, you know, the, some of the things that we did this week were, we, we thought gave us an advantage this week of, of some of the RPOs that we ran or some of, some of the, the quarterback runs that we ran. Um, you know, the little bit with the, with the, um, the Dallas game, I think, I think you would, if you go back and look, the, the the types of the the type of tempo we ran this game and the type of tempo we ran in the um, San Francisco game was very similar. Um, there was a lot of tempo that we used in that San Francisco game. There was a lot of tempo that we used this last game. Hey, and this game it worked, and for the offense, and in the San Francisco game it didn't work. I mean, so hey, I, I understand that. I understand that you know when it works and when it when it when it's when you're going up and down the field that there's there's going to be praise and when that when it doesn't there's going to be criticism i get that i understand that and uh and so again there was a, there was some similarities in there uh, but again we're just trying to do what we think's best to win that football game um each and every week go ahead jeff uh yeah nick how do you feel like uh, fletcher cox has performed this season and how do you feel he's adjusted to playing more uh more three forefront yeah so with with Fletch, you know, one of our conversations that we had with the defensive staff today was, hey, you know, and I just like to compare it to offense because I think you know it's just a it's easy comparison for me. Like if we have a playmaker on offense that can really make a lot of plays, and we're not throwing the ball to him or handing the ball to him, you know, how do we fix that? How do we how do we how do we make that better? Now, there, I get it. There's only one football. You guys get that. There's only one football, and and you can only do so much. But and it's the same thing on defense. How are we able? How are we letting our playmakers make plays? And we got to do a better. It starts with coaching. We got to do a better job of letting our playmakers make plays. So we have to do some different things to to help free them up. I also have said this before, and I do believe this as well. Of there's a lot of attention going to to Fletch, and it's freeing up. Uh, Javon on the other side, and it's freeing up some other guys to make plays. And so, you know, Javon's done a really good job of making plays. And then, you know, our linebackers got to continue to do their their part of this too. When Fletch gets double teamed, right? We've, you know, Javon's got to make a play, or the linebackers got to make a play. So, um, we got to do more to get him to get him singled, all right, a little bit more. But we also got to make the plays uh, when we're not, you know, the other with the players. 
um, when they're not singled and they'd be able to flow and get to the football. And so, again, I, I still believe that I just I just believe that he's there. I know the stats aren't there, but I know he's he's changing the game and doing things changing. He's doing things to help us. All right. Even though the stats aren't aren't there. But like I said, we got it. We got to make sure we're we're allowing him to eat as well. We have time for one more. So we'll go to Zach Berman. And outside of the final score, obviously, what's the first place your eyes go to on the stat sheet after the game? And I guess what stat do you think is the biggest indicator for how your team's doing? I always, I still always go back to the double positive. And did we win the turnover battle? All right. And did we win the explosive play battle? Those are the, those are week in, week out in the NFL. You win both of those, your, your chances of winning are very high. And, and so I always look at that. I always look at that. And so, and that's a team, that's a true team stat, right? Because the turnover battle is not just, Hey, the offense had no turnovers. Well, did the defense create any turnovers or vice versa, right? Hey, the defense created three turnovers. Well, the offense gave up three turnovers, right? And so, you know, you're always looking at that. That's, that's first and foremost. And then, like I said, the explosive play battle, when you get an explosive play, right? When you get an explosive play, Right, your chances of scoring go way up, right? And that's that's what it's all about: is scoring more points than the other team. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think what we've seen is this week was the first week that we lost. We we were actually plus one on the explosive play battle of what we think. Um, we we always say it as plus sixteen gain in the pass game, plus ten in the in the run game, and we were plus one on that this week, but. We didn't win the yardage of it. So we really didn't technically win, right? We were plus one on on the amount of big plays. We had one more than the Chiefs. Um, and then we also have something for special teams too. So it's not complete you're not gonna be able to completely figure out the formula by doing it that way, because special teams has a part in it too. But we lost it by 16 yards. So that one is always, and I don't always get that one right away because there's some thing, there's some formula to it. I always get the turnover one right away, but I don't always get that that one always right away. I always like to, you know, this is just me as an offensive guy. I always like to see the quarterback rating um, of both guys. I want to see how they played um, because we know, uh, you know, the quarterback is, is so important to this game.